Hey everybody, welcome to episode three of Golf Hub. Stay tuned. Welcome everybody, episode three, Golf Hub, it's here. We're going to talk about the RSM Classic today. We're going to talk, of course, about some college football. It was a fun weekend for that. A little bit of something at the end that I know you're going to stick around for. Jake's ready, I'm ready, it's Golf Hub, let's go. Jake, we're back. Episode three. I'm so excited and ready to get into it today. How about you? Yeah, glad to be back. Feels good. Um, glad we're getting on this more frequently. Yeah, well, again, sometimes life gets in the way, but this week we'll be on time and on schedule. Uh, we're recording this not long after the RSM Classic has ended, and we have a winner. Yeah, tell us about it. Tyler Duncan wins in a playoff against Webb Simpson. Two holes it took. But the cool thing about the tournament was Tyler Duncan is standing on 17T, needing to birdie 17 and 18. Need to birdie him just to get to 19 under to force a playoff with Webb Simpson. Birdies 17, birdies 18, goes to playoff. They play 18 again. They both make par. They play 18 again, and Tyler Trano's about a roughly 15, 17-footer for birdie and wins the RSM Classic in fine fashion. Um, I was there yesterday, Jake. I was there for the third round, and it was fun. Once again, if you had never seen a professional golfer hit a golf ball, you got to go. If, one, if, a, if a professional tournament comes anywhere near you, say within 100 miles, go see them. They are so fun to watch. And by the way, that, that tournament was like 30 bucks to get in. Really? 30 bucks to go see professional golfers. You know, there wasn't a lot of big names in it. Tiger Woods, Rory's, th- those guys, they don't typically play in that tournament. But believe you me, folks, um, all those pros from the number one ranked player in the world to 150th play golf better than anybody you know. Right. They hit the ball differently than anybody you know. The worst guys out there are probably better than most people that you know that play golf or that you play golf with. They're all awesome. But it was so fun watching them. Me and my son went, checked them out on a beautiful day in St. Simons. Um, the birdies were flying everywhere. Brandon Todd, five under oh through seven. We, was following, we followed his group for a while. Dude couldn't miss a putt. It was incredible to watch. He was aggressive. There were several par fours in a row on the front nine where everybody we w- watched was hitting three woods to even hybrids off the tee. My man Brandon was hitting the big driver and taking full advantage of it. Um, had a beautiful round Saturday. Kind of kind of let it get away from him today. Um, starting on number five, which is a tough-looking par four. Um, I saw it live yesterday, and – there's nothing but the Atlantic Ocean in Marsh to the right. <laughs> and you have to, it's a force carry over that. If you get a little aggressive and want to, you know, peel off as much as you can as a pro, you know, you can get into some trouble. But Brandon's trouble on that hole today, Jake, was from 125 yards out. Yeah, 125 he, he, yards out today. And he's just almost shanks it into the marsh and gets yeah, a double bogey. I did see that. Yeah, I thought that was a cold shank, but 
Yeah, well, I, I hate to say the S word, but it was essentially a shank, especially for a pro. Yeah. I mean, for me or you, that might have just been, oh, dang. You, can <laughs> but, you imagine how bad that felt uh, to him because he's been playing so well? I, I know. And and that that shot, that that deal, that's that's what he almost gave up golf for was he calls it the swing yips. Mm. And th- that shot, that right shot, mm-hmm. just way, not so much a shank, but just an uncontrolled Basically, amateur miss was was just eating him up and almost forced him from the game. That 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 shot, it would just pop up, yeah. And he would he would do that same thing six, seven, eight. You know, he would just get a dumb number, which you can't get on the PGA Tour at a tournament because these guys will eat you up if you're getting doubles and triples. But 125 out, that's what got him. He was in the middle of the fairway, had hit a beautiful tee shot, yeah. And actually, Webb was in a in a bit of trouble, not not bad but Webb likes to hit a fade and that wind on that hole was was coming off the ocean and because the rest of the holes he had been on the wind worked for that fade he could just hold it up against it but on that particular hole with him trying to hit that that fade it didn't work out kind of pushed him off but he he played fine especially when you see Brandon do that thing you know you can Mm -hmm. hit a different gear yeah cost him two strokes and he never recovered from it Still playing great golf. Yeah, I, mean, I, I love seeing people hit bad shots I'm playing with. I can't imagine playing in a tournament as a pro and seeing somebody hit a shank. Oh, my God. I'd birdie like the next oh five God. holes because of that. Well, just to see a pro hit a shank to me is, you know, we don't see it that often. But I have seen it. I've, I've seen uh, Henrik Stenson, of all people, um, one of the best ball yeah. strikers you'll ever see on this planet ever in the history of ever, I seen him cold shank an eight iron. Mm. I mean, you know, an eight iron for them is, is, you know, pitching wedge for us basically. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how easy those clubs are to hit for them. Right. And he cold shanked it. I'm talking about straight shanked into the water. This golf. It it can get uh, me and you. Oh yeah. It gets me all the time. The number one player in the world. (laughs) So it's a tough game. And that's, I guess, I guess that's why we play. I don't, sometimes I don't know. My playing partner today said he hated golf and he didn't know why he kept coming. <laughs> <laughs> he shot an 85, very respectable 85, but um, had a few foul shots that really irritated him. And It's probably because you put a whooping on him. I did. I did today. Um, that, was a, that was a fun round, Jake. I enjoyed it. But hats off to Tyler Duncan. He is a PGA Tour winner. Come up through like the Asian Tour and the Corn Ferry Tour or whatever the hell it's called. So he's a real success story. That's good. And to win in a playoff against Webb Simpson. I mean, right, yeah. I was <laughs> like, Webb's champion. got it in the bag. These guys have never been here before. Uh, you know? Yeah, exactly. I know Webb was probably licking his chops at that $1.1 million. Yeah. That's how much that tournament pays to win, Jay. I was surprised. It, point, it's come along. I know. I mean, It's really come along. $1.1 million. I was but, hoping uh, Cameron Champ was going to be back there this year. Yeah. He didn't play that, no, right? he didn't play. Yeah. He didn't play in that one. And, and what – some of the we'll call them bigger names. I mean, for me, all of these guys are big names because I'm I'm deep into it. Yeah, I, I don't need for Tiger Woods to be there to enjoy a golf tournament. But what couple of bigger names? Matt Kuchar's a big name. Kev Kiz, that's a big name. Um, the few that were there didn't make the cut. Yeah, they so missed they the cut. Yeah. Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson made the cut. To me, Brandon Todd's a big name when you just won back to back. So that's yeah. pretty big, and he was there. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, just a very laid-back atmosphere, Jake. 
Oh, it's, it's nothing like going to the Players' Championship or the Masters, I'm sure. It is laid back. There's just not a lot of folks was there. You could just wherever you wanted to get, you could get. Um, it was a very easy-to-navigate course. And maybe that's because when I'm at the Players' Championship, I'm used to it being so many people that it makes it harder. But basically, you just stayed on the cart path. Went anywhere you want. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, a beautiful course. We love to go play it. We need to. We do need to find out if it is in fact a public course. I, I don't. I think you can get if you have a if you know a member, or they have that one thing every year, like on Father's Day, where you can go play. Well, I, did, I don't know if it's the same course or not, but it's one of those over there. I did see while we were there when I went to the driving range. The driving range that I went to said guest range. I would have went and got my clothes on my car. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it made me ponder because I'd never seen that. I was like, well, if I bring a guest, does that mean they want them over here? That they, can't, <laughs> they can't go to the privileged, you know, yeah. member um, driving range? I mean, I stood on that driving range for like an hour. What if, what if that is that, like, if you bring a guest and they have to go ahead? <laughs> you go over there. Yeah. You, you're not good enough to yeah, be here. We're gonna. Pro- you can't hear these. You can't hear these pro v ones. Yeah, you, yeah, you, can, yeah. you cannot come to this side of the driving range. Which most of the pros were over there on that side where the the guest range was. Hmm. And I did go over there where the it didn't say guest range on that one, so I'm assuming that was for members. And it was a bit nicer over there as far as what you were looking at. But the both ranges were incredible. They were so pretty flags everywhere yeah. just all kind of stuff for them pros to aim at yeah. <clears throat> but i stood on the driving range for at least an hour because i can do that i can watch them guys on the driving range watch uh, Stuart sink was there really watched him on the driving range british open champ yes i said british open not the open oh my god it's the british open <laughs> yeah for for everybody out there call it what you want is the british open but the british open champ Stuart sink was there crushing it all them guys hit it so far. They like do. you want, like when you see them in person and you see like, I watched Luke List. Luke List was there. And, oh, Jesus. Dude, it's so effortless for them. I, and that's the thing me and my son were talking about. I was like, you know, every time I watch these guys, I forget how it doesn't look like they're swinging hard. Yeah. Like I can hit it three plus, like 300 plus, but I have to crush it. And they, they literally look like they're doing nothing, but I'm watching them like, like nobody knows Stuart Sink for being a bomber. Um, I guess Luke List kind of does. He's one of them young guys. There's a couple other ones over. Ben Crane. Ben Crane was this just looked like he was putting on a clinic with his irons. It was incredible, which I've always heard he's a, he was a great ball striker. But when I watch them hit their drives, you're going, my God, this isn't even a long dude. Yeah. Like, if you would have had somebody there standing with you, you could be like, you should see when Cameron Champions won right. or Tiger Woods or, yeah. or Dustin Johnson because that dude is like, you know, just an average distance hitter. And it, and they hit it so far. I freaking loved it. Kind of loved the way the ball sounds when they hit it. It's it's just incredible. Yeah. Almost sounds like they hit nothing. Yeah. Just. And I don't know why my ball doesn't go that far. <laughs> every, every now and then I'll hit a shot like that. And it won't make a sound, you know, just hear like the mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what they feel every single time they hit the ball. The other thing I noticed when we was on the driving range, and I've been to the driving range at a professional tournament 
a bunch of times. And I don't know why this time it caught my attention, but it did. Maybe it's because of this one. Brother, I'm telling you, you were literally 10 feet from them. I mean, just about far enough for their club not to hit you. You were right behind them. It's not like that at the Players' Championship. But it just caught my attention. And I noticed it from basically all the pros. Now, I don't know if they do this every week. If this is the way they always hit on the range. But what I noticed was ball after ball after ball after ball after ball with a wedge or two. Iron, 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 iron. I mean, they just hit their wedges and their irons forever. And I don't think I saw any of them hit over three three woods. Or up three, I'm sorry. Five three woods and five drivers. They got their driver out, hit it a few times. And most of them that I saw when they got done with their driver went back to their wedges. Yeah. I mean, it just it was just wedged. It was just iron play, iron play practice, iron play practice, iron play practice. Luke List, I, I sat waiting to see him hit his driver. I thought he never would. Well, that's the game now. Yeah. It doesn't matter where it hit it as far as you can. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where it goes. And give yourself a short iron or wedge in. Yep. That's what they worked on was them irons. Just hardly. And what my, my reason for noticing it was most of the time when you're on a driving range with us amateurs, you see them, hardly any of them ever start with wedges. But right. I, I do. I do but, too. Um, I, call, I mold mine after the pros, even though I'm not a pro. But um, but when they get into their, their woods, they hang on them. I'll do the same thing, especially if I hit a couple of drives and they're not good. Well, I'm probably going to hit 15 of them. Yeah, me too. But those guys, it was like four or five three woods, four or five drivers, and then back to the irons. A couple of them I saw hit a hybrid, and that was only a couple. Um, but also, if I grabbed my driver and, and, and my drive looked like, even almost like theirs did, I'd probably be like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. The one, the one pro I noticed hit the most drivers um, over watching him at three different tournaments probably Jordan Spieth. Does he hit a lot of them? I, I've seen, yeah, thinking back, like, I think he hits the well, most I've ever seen. Depend, depending on when you saw him, we, we know what kind of struggles he's had. Yeah, he's had he's with a struggle, yeah. And three wood over the last couple of years, so maybe there's a reason for it. Yeah, and his wedges are just, I feel like he doesn't have Cameron to Cameron McCormick was like, you're good with the irons. Let's uh, yeah. let's, let's work on this big-headed club. Mm-hmm. You seem to be struggling with it, yeah. Jordan. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> Poor Jordan to go birdie, 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 yeah. bogey, bogey, birdie, <laughs> birdie, birdie. I was looking at the um, the schedule for next year, and I, I just I feel like it's going to be a good year for golf, man. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited for it. I love the golf season. I love watching golf. I yeah. love watching professional golfers. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of which, um, the RSM Classic is going to kind of wrap it up for over a month. We got the President's Cup that's going to be in between, but they kind of go on a hiatus until the Tournament of Champions, which, as we've said before, that's when it starts for me. That's when, yeah. I mean, when football winds up, college football in particular, when when it's done, I'm 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 switched on. Yeah. Um, me too. So. What Jake and I may talk about for the next six or seven weeks, I don't really know yet. <laughs> we'll have football. <laughs> we'll have the, the damn President's Cup. Oh, God, yes. We're going to definitely be talking about some fucking football. Uh, that's going to happen if, if golf was being played or not. But uh, that's where we're at. Golf is kind of going to go on a little break until the President's Cup. We'll, we'll talk about that when, it, when, it, you know, when it's going on, of course. Um, I'm ready for it. I got a list here. Just in case you folks, everybody seems to know like who's on the American team, but the international team, to be quite honest, I hadn't even paid it any attention. 
So I thought I'd let you know, Jake, in case you didn't know, the international team is Hideki Matsuyama, Louis Tazen, Abraham Answer, C.T. Pan, Jason Day, Adam Hadwin, Adam Scott, Mark Leishman, uh, Hoi Tong Lee, Cameron Smith, that uh, Jacqueline Neiman, and Sung Ju Yim. Mm-hmm. That's the international team who will be facing Dustin Johnson, Matt Kuchar, Bryson DeChambeau, Gary Woodland, Patrick Reed, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau, Ricky Fowler, and Tiger Woods. Now, by just saying those names, by just reading those two teams, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of Asians on their team. Well, it is the international team. More than it's, it's different. Usual, I think it's like yeah. a different region. They pick it differently than they do the Euro, you know yeah. when it's a European team. Um, but just reading that list, I mean, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I do too. I feel pretty good, and we're on home soil, so aren't we? They're playing yeah. Australia. Yeah, Australia. That's where it is, basically. Um, Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said that. Because I just read it earlier. <laughs> I literally just read it earlier. Yeah. Um, but that's the list. I thought we'd just go over that real quick. We, we won't dig into it a whole lot. I don't yeah, see what I, I hadn't looked at them. Yeah. I, again, <clears throat> when I'm. You say John Rom? No, John Rom's not in there. Wow. Mm-mm. That's surprising. No. That's the team. You, um, you saw he won. Yeah. 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 Dang, I about forgot about it. Um, between going to the tournament this weekend and kind of trying to keep up with that and college football. I, I didn't really see much else. I thought the um, the uh, international team, the captain and the coaches, the assistant captain, whatever the hell they call them, you got Ernie Ailes, K.J. Choi, Jeff Ogilvie. There's probably a lot of people listening to us that don't even know who the hell Jeff Ogilvie yeah. is, even though he's a U.S. Open champ. Trevor Emmelman, Mike Weir, that's their captains, Mike Weir. Mike uh-huh. Weir won the Masters. Yeah, he did. As a left-handed golfer before Phil Mickelson. There was there was a time right there when, when Mike Weir won that Masters. Mike Weir was golfing his ball at that. I mean, I know his game is basically went to shit now, but during that time when he won the Masters, he was uh he was one of the top dudes. I mean, he was like a at least like a damn, you know, fucking DeChambeau or somebody. I mean, he, yeah. was, he was a top dude. Um game left him though. But that's the co- that's the uh captains for uh, for the international team. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't care who's on the team. Yeah, I love it. I do. I love the um the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. That shit's fun. I wish the U.S. the U.S. team would send me their wardrobe no, afterwards. Shit. They were so oh like, my god, so nice, such nice clothes, man. They look so awesome. Yeah, they look way better than yeah, the international. They gonna get fitted for that shit too. Yeah, they get treated. You know they don't. You know they don't get paid for that shit. Oh really? European the European the Ryder Cup and the and the Presidents Cup. They don't get paid. I think um like in the Ryder Cup, there's an amount of money that gets donated to a charity of their choice. Now, of course, while they're gone doing these things, they get treated like kings and, you know, 
who knows all the perks and shit they have, but yeah. no, they don't get paid for that. It's not a, they don't get paid, you know, officially. Right. And I don't, I'm not insinuating anything, Jake. I don't know what goes on. I'm just stating the fact that they officially don't receive any pay for that. Hmm. Well, Jake, aside from the little bit of golf that was going on for the weekend, what did you do Saturday? Did you watch any college football? Oh, yeah. I did. Man alive. I fucking love college football. It's so it's so fun. Man. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, and it was good to be a Georgia Bulldog. Yes, once again. We are still alive in the playoffs. We made it through Texas A&M. Tough game and some tough conditions. Just tough, just raining, wet, cold. I had some buddies that went miserable. I watched from the comfort of my couch. But let me say this, Jake, about the Georgia Bulldog football game this weekend. Thank you, God, for DeAndre Swift. Yes. Thank you. Yep. DeAndre, you are the fucking man. We don't win that game without you, buddy. Yeah, did you see, did you see him jawing it from? Oh, my God. Did from? you see him hitting dudes? Yeah. Like lowering his damn yeah. shoulder and popping motherfuckers. Yeah. He was uh, pretty impressive. Let me tell you, he wanted to win that game. Yeah. I I'm not saying, look, I'm not sitting here saying everybody sucked and all. I'm just saying DeAndre, something else was going on in his in his damn mind Saturday because this, this dude was playing some football. Uh, he's getting mad. He was. Because Fromm was missing reads. Yes. He's missing reads big time. I mean, he, he's running the ball right into the um, guys blitzing, three guys blitzing on one side. Mm-hmm. There's an audible. Mm-hmm. You got to call and he, it. Yeah, and he, he ran right it, into him. He puts well, him right to it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was a couple of times he did that, and Swift was able to do something with it. But, yeah. Um, Swift def- definitely played. The, the guys, the, the team played well. Don't get me wrong. The defense yeah. played beautifully. Oh my gosh. Um, once again, um, did you do you know how many yards Texas A&M had rushing Saturday? Yeah, they had negative one. Negative one. <laughs> um, usually, if that's going to be on your stat, you lost the game. Yeah, they still did well. Yeah, um, our offense. I mean, our offense just couldn't couldn't score. They kept them in the game. I mean, that those couple of miss. I'm I'm not trying to blame Fromm or anything or blah blah. blah but yeah, I mean, come on. You know, um, those were some bad passes. Now they were bad again, passes, yeah. he was in terrible, especially the first few in that first mm-hmm. half. It was terrible weather conditions. Right. Um, I know you can't tell when you're watching TV. But trust me, it was raining. Uh, my my buddies sent me some some pics where they were at in the stands, and the water was like ankle deep where their feet were at. Wow. Um. It, it, so it was some bad conditions, but there was a few of them passes. I'm like from brother, yeah. baby, you got to hit that one. I yeah. mean, that's that's supposed to be you all day. Uh, could have been a little different had those passes being completed. We yeah. still won. Look, yeah. You know, I'm not complaining, but. but that's what you do when, when you ex- expect basically excellence. Yeah. Is. It's not even expecting excellence. It's watching the game and, and seeing how well we are, like how, mm-hmm. how good of a team we are, but not, they're not, they're just not executing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think we have one of the top offenses in the country. They just do. don't execute. They don't. Sometimes it, 
I don't know. I know we got some young receivers, and Pickens has some still got some learning to do. I know most Georgia fans are in love with him. He's aggressive. He is, and he's. I think he's going to be a really good receiver. Yeah. Um, depends on who throwing the ball to him. I assume Jay could be back next I, year. I think he'll be back. I, I think, think he, he has to too. come back. Um, well, when we win the national championship this year, yeah, would he still decide to come back? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking yesterday, uh, just after watching the game, I was thinking about it. I was like, I was on Twitter and everybody's freaking out. You know, it's all yeah. trash about Georgia. Oh, y'all going to get murdered by LSU. Murdered. You're going to get destroyed by LSU. I'm like, and then not, not a lot of Georgia friends are talking trash, which is kind of unusual for us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, man, Georgia's going to mess around and win the national championship this year. I, I know, right? On, on maybe on a year, especially with the way some of the games have gone when people are, especially Georgia fans, when I say people, I mean fans of the dogs are like, eh, I don't know. But me, when when a defense is playing like this, you can go – I mean, you can play against anybody when your defense is good. Yeah. You know, everybody talks about the offense and all this, but – if you got a defense, yeah, they control the game. Can, I mean, you can play with anybody. If you have a good, we don't have a good defense. We got an awesome defense. We don't have any big names. It seems like you know. Usually on our defenses in the last bunch of years, you've had yeah. two, three, four guys. Yeah, that Jarvis Jones, right. Ray Crone Smith. But now I, there's some guys on there we know. But just, yeah, you know, in general college football circles. It's not a not a bunch of big names on there. Like I love LeCount. I love. I mean, yeah, I, I love LeCount. that dude. Yeah, he's a beast. But um, if you got a good defense, you can play with yeah. anybody. The thing is, everybody's going this new this pro style offense in college. When you play Georgia, they're going to throw that window. They're, they're going to say, "We're going to make you play old man football against yep. us." Yeah. Don't try so, and get it. Don't you? Don't yeah. hit us on the outside. You're not going to be able to right. hit us on the outside. We're too fast. Yeah, too fast. Um, Close down too. And we and we man, another thing I noticed in that game. Our open field tackling, God, we were all over dudes. Yeah, it was fun to watch. I like seeing that. All right, yeah. you gave him the three yards, but that dude, yeah. that, ju- that jugger didn't get another fucking foot. Yeah, um, that's what you want to see. You don't yeah. want to see broke tackles and yeah. shit like I saw in the Ohio State game. Speaking of Ohio State, they're still undefeated. Um, had a little bit of a game with Penn State, but got the W at the end. LSU, of course, they won. They played Arkansas. Which yeah, I watched the first quarter. Yeah, never. They were hanging with them for a minute, and then that all yeah, went away. sideways on them. Oklahoma had a close one against TCU, 28-24. Um, how will the committee look at that later? I mean, it's way later. Well, it's, we keep saying way later, but this stuff is supposed to be tied up in the next few weeks. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be done. Right. It's about to be done. Sorry, I said fixing to be. That's how we talk in the South. Yep. I say fixing to be. Fitting to. It's fitting to. It's fitting to be uh, done. I got destroyed in the Army one time for saying that. Fitting? I'll never forget it. Yeah. Fitting. <laughs> well, that's how we talk. Clemson coasted again against the mighty Wake Forest. Sorry, Demon yeah. Deacons. Bama. I mean, if we want to talk about Bama, I don't know that we really probably need to. But Oregon. Bye-bye. Yep, they're get, they're done. See ya. That was their playoff game, and they lost. See you next year. Yep. So we can throw them out the window. They're yep. done. Penn State. We still got Utah. Utah had a very decisive win against Arizona, thirty-five to seven. They're still in it. I mean, they win the Pac-12. You just flip Oregon for Utah. Yeah. So the Pac-12 isn't all the way out. 
Yeah, I think that's going to be the change. It's going to be um, number five, Alabama, and number six, Utah. That's yeah. what I think. I mean, Utah was sitting there at seven already. Everything else should stay the same. Yeah, I think so, too. They're not going to do a whole lot. It was fun. It was fun to watch. Uh, we'll get through rivalry week next week, and then conference championship games. I'm jacked. Yeah, I feel good about it. Some dude offered me tickets to the SEC championship game really? the other day. He had, I don't know, $1,000 tickets or something he's going to sell me for 700 What do you think, Jake? Would you want to go to that game? Absolutely. Would you pay 700 to go? Absolutely. Really? I'm not going to hook you up with some tickets then. Yeah. They were supposed to be really good tickets, like really good seats. Um, I don't know. I like watching football games live. I do. But, you know, the best seat in the house is on your couch. Yeah, that's true. As far as seeing everything that happens. Um, Because the guys were texting me during that football game Saturday. Hey, what happened right there? What happened right here? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That one when when Pickens made that touchdown catch. Yeah. And my buddy, one of them, he texted me because another guy was texting. We had a text chain going. Hell yeah. That's everybody just ding, ding, ding this yeah. motherfucker. But he, he picks a lot. He doesn't like Fromm. He thinks Fromm isn't good. I won't use, He used the word suck, hmm. but I don't think Fromm sucks. But oh, he yeah. doesn't like Fromm, and he thinks the worst thing Georgia ever did was let Justin Fields leave. Right. Like, we had a fucking control over that. He decided he was yeah. going to leave. I'm he wasn't sure. in the starting spot. I'm sure Kirby was like, Please, you Please know, stay, reconsider dude. to stay. You know, I mean, you never know. goes down. We don't have anybody. I gotta tell you, some of these games, South Carolina game, Fromm would have been on the bench. Yeah, you know. Yeah, probably uh, this game takes a and Fromm probably he would have probably sat a couple would've. plays out. Got to just sit and wait, wait for yeah. the spot. He should have waited. I mean, um, but um, yeah. I, anyway, they were texting back and forth and and. And Pickens made that catch, and he was like, "Ah, oh, boom, from you know, saying his shit." And I was like, "Yeah, but did you you didn't get to see Pickens almost break that dude's neck when he grabbed his face mask yeah, and jerked into the dirt like, to get open? <laughs> you, yeah. did, you didn't see that part. Which I mean, from completed the pass, but yeah. I'm just well, saying. my thing is about that. I think the reason they didn't call it because the guy really he didn't lose him too bad he in didn't. coverage. You know, he did. He had about two yards but, on him, but it's still. You can't, you like can't little, do that. That wasn't like a little push off, little push or a little little hand. T- he grabbed him and jerked him to the. Yeah, you see, I don't know if you saw uh, later on that game. Um, it was a, r- a run play and, and Pickens just drills a guy. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, yeah when he got the penalty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he got the fifteen yeah. yard. Well, yeah, that one was pretty bad. Well, no, 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 not, not that one, not okay, the blind a side. Different one. Yeah, they didn't call. I don't know if they called a penalty on this one, but he just choked the dude. He's aggressive, man. I, I like that, but. Anyway, as it is this time of year, people people say they want an 18 playoff or 16 playoff. Why? It's been the playoffs since since like first week. Yeah, college yeah, football. That's, my thing. that's what I said. College football was a playoff every damn week. Yeah, exactly. Oregon, they had their playoff game and Don't they me. lost. Penn Utah, State had a playoff game, they lost. Every you, every game Georgia's played yeah. since South Carolina has been a playoff game. Absolutely. Um, every game that Oklahoma's played since K State. Playoff game. Yep. Every game Oregon has played since the Auburn loss, which is the first game of the season. It's been a right. Yeah. Wasn't that the first game? The first yeah. game. Yeah. Playoff game for them every single week. Yep. Folks, 
we have more than an 18 playoff. We have a however many teams are yeah. in the Power <laughs> Five playoff from week one. Right. That's why college football is so exciting, Jake. It's not like the NFL where 39 or 40 percent of the teams make the playoffs. It's four teams. But the playoffs happen every week. George, like I said, Georgia's in theirs now. If they lose a game, they're well, out. they're out. I mean, we got Georgia Tech. We shouldn't lose that game. But if we do, guess what? We're not going to make the playoffs. I don't care what we do to LSU. We lose to Georgia Tech, yeah. we're out. Oklahoma loses any game they have remaining, they're out. Um, Ohio State could possibly still get in, I suppose. Depending, on, I mean, if you had that many teams, yeah. If Wisconsin beats them and then they lose the conference championship, you know they're done. Yeah. But. So it's it's a playoff every week, and that's why it's a nail biting game every week. You know, you just don't get that feel in the NFL. In the NFL, your team your team could be zero and three, and you're like, well, dang, this kind of sucks. But we're still in it. You go, yeah. you go, you go four and once you get to say if you're in college football and you're at four and three, okay, you're just like, huh, I wonder what bowl game we're going to be in. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a, done. this guy tweeted earlier. He's like, there's still a possibility to get four SEC teams in the playoffs. <laughs> and he was like, Ohio State loses to Wisconsin and the conference championship. They're yeah, out. They're out. Clemson loses to who they play, Virginia Tech? In the, in the, or something. In the conference championship. Yeah, and then they'll be out because of that game. They play South Carolina next. Yeah, so lose South Carolina mm-hmm. and then use the, lose their conference game. Out, done. They're out. And then you got LSU's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia beats them in a close one in the, right. in the conference championship game. Agreed. So LSU Georgia's in um, because Clemson Ohio State um, Alabama's in. Yep. And then uh, next would be Florida would be <laughs> if they did. You know. Do you can you imagine <laughs> how many heads would explode oh across the country? <laughs> they would riot in like. Nebraska and stuff. <laughs> like, How many heads would explode simultaneously oh if uh, four SEC, if three S? Hell, they're gonna do it if two get in. But could you oh, imagine yeah. three oh or four? <laughs> I'd lose my mind. It'd be the greatest thing I've ever That'd seen. Be in my best life thing ever. Because I am an SEC guy. I love yeah. the SEC. But it took shape. I'm ready to get to next week and get to them conference championships. I'm ready. Let me just say it like this. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go down with it, son. I'm motherfucking ready to watch LSU Georgia. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Um, you tell me out of the what conf- conference championship games we're gonna have that we're seeing. You tell me a better damned game than that one. There's People can any. talk the shit about the SEC all they want. You show me a better slate when it comes conference championship time than than fucking Georgia LSU. Show me a better game yeah. than that. You got the best defense. Show me versus a better, the best offense. That's the best versus the best. Yep, um, it's gonna be huge. We got we got shown Saturday. Georgia can play with Ohio State any day. Oh yeah, um, we got shown that. Clemson's still out there. I'm I, look. You know how I am about defense. We got a defense like we do. We can play with anybody. I don't give a damn who they are. Well, except maybe an NFL team. But um, you show me a better game than that, and I'm I'm jacked. I'm ready to go. I'm sorry, Georgia Tech. I'm looking completely past you. You will not beat us. Yeah, I don't see that happening. It's probably going to hurt next week is what it's going to do, Georgia Tech. It's a rivalry game, and Jake's going to be upset. Jake Fromm, I mean. Oh, yeah. Not my man, Jake. Okay, I was wondering, why am I going to be upset? No, 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 Jake Fromm's going to be upset. I got to work. I probably will be upset. 
There's going to be some shit talked about him this week. I'm sure him oh, and Swift yeah. got into some shit, and he's going to be oh, like, yeah. all right, I'll show you. I'll show you what's up. <clears throat> well, he needs to do that. My thing is he probably doesn't have any competition in practice. I feel like because, you know, last from this last season to this season, I mean, I know we lost a lot of good receivers. We did. But there's no competition there. There's no yeah. really pre- – he knows. Like, he's trying to play it safe. All those yeah. passes, he threw it where nobody could get it. Mm-hmm. Because he was afraid. Yeah. That's how I feel. I don't feel like it was a rain. I, I don't know if I think so much afraid as I think more. I mean, he's Fromm trying, just doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes. He's, yeah, he's he's trying not to force yeah, an error. I mean, yeah, one thing he doesn't want to do is is you know make a mistake trying to do something that yeah. maybe he can't. He's got now, PTSD from because, the South Carolina game. Yeah, he does. I mean, maybe he does. Um, um, he missed some passes that were just I, again, maybe it was the weather. It was terrible weather, but still, some of the, a couple of those were easy. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I could have made them. Caleb Mon made this, some pretty uh, yeah, good passes. Was, you he know, was, he was slinging some passes, in, yeah. especially at the end. Yeah, yeah. Which, which in well, the second better, half, yeah. a lot of the rain had had quit. Yeah, gotten a little better. Our defense is unstoppable oh in the my rain. God, bring it! I wish they would open up the dome and it would just pour down bring on LSU. It. Bring <laughs> it, son. Yeah. Bring, bring it, Burrows. We ready for you, son. Yeah. Now, I said that. I maybe, maybe he goes and throws for four hundred and eight touchdowns. I don't think so. But bring it. We getting after you, Burrows. Just yeah. know we we you getting you getting after. Yeah. Um. Auburn held him to twenty three points. That's all I'm saying, Jake. Twenty three. And they, LSU allowed. Who was it? Ole Miss. Was yeah. it Ole Miss? Yeah, they scored like 40-something alone, 46 Four, or something. 400 and something yards rushing, 600 yards of offense. I feel like we we could get 500 if they got 600. <laughs> yeah, Swift can. I feel like we're a little can better than that. that. Swift. I yeah. think he was practicing. All we need. I think he was practicing Saturday because I'm yeah. telling you, he was lowering the boom. Yeah, he was. Did you see that one? He hit that one guy. He dropped and hit him. That guy just, just got rocked. Yeah. And they both jumped up, Swift yeah. and the dude. Yeah. And the dude was like maybe jaw, jabber jawing with him. And the dude walks off and goes to his falls, knees. Yeah, falls down. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know if that was one of those where uh, they're just yeah. trying they to take the time out. Times. Or if he jumped up like, hey. I won't be surprised if next year we see a ruling on that. You know, there's not much you can do about it. You can't say that that dude's not hurt. I mean, how you gonna how you how you gonna stop it? Well, maybe I mean, <laughs> I mean, they practice that. People yeah. get pissed about it. You hear fans booing in the stands. Every single, including the Georgia Bulldogs, they all practice that. Yeah, they practice. Hey, go down. Okay, so I, it doesn't bother me. It is what it is. Because again, what can you do about it? You, it is kind of funny too. Then it's like you. It, to me, it's saying. You just can't stop us. Yeah. So you got to lay on the ground. It's an easy timeout. Yeah. It's an easy timeout. Um, I I have no issue with it. Um, It is what it is. It's part of the game. It's. I think it's even a little. To me, it's a little bit of gamesmanship. Yeah. Speaking of timeouts, Kirby's done a good job of um, making stealing timeouts from the other team early. Yes. Notice that last couple games. Yep. Well, not just Kirby. The Georgia Bulldog fans at Sanford Stadium. Yeah. They cause a lot of I, I know when we went to the Notre Dame game, we, the fans, caught we made them use two timeouts. We did. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, brother, yeah, ninety thousand screaming fans at Sanford, you can't hear shit. Yeah. I, I I'm sitting there I'm sitting there in it 
and I'm trying to talk to the person next to me and I can't hear the, we can't hear each other and we're standing shoulder to shoulder. Them motherfuckers got loud. <laughs> okay. They yeah. don't play out there. I know, I know Kyle field and the 12th man, they get a lot of, and they do. They're awesome. I, yeah. I want to go to a game there one day. Um, uh, LSU tigers. They have a great, they have a great stadium that gets real loud, but Sanford don't, don't mess around. They, yeah, I they, feel they like give you a challenge on the big screen when you're there. I feel like Georgia is kind of a like a sneaky, um, loud atmosphere. You know, you look at you think about Baton Rouge and LSU, mm-hmm. you know, Death Valley. You're like that place is going to be chaotic, mm-hmm. crazy. You know, one of our coworkers he went and they yeah. tore the flags off his car and like threw ice all over him because he yeah. was a Florida fan. You know, yeah, well, that place. That's is, what he gets for fucking wearing his Florida gear. Yeah. No, that place is crazy. I feel like Georgia. You, when you cut, when you go there, you're not going to get your, mm-hmm. the flags or your vehicle. You're not get ice. We're not going to do a criminal damage to property. But when you step in the stadium, we're going to be cheering for our dogs. Yeah. You know? it gets loud so, in there. I mean, it does, deafening yeah. loud, especially yeah. in that Notre Dame game, is when they got the new lights installed, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> which Alabama copied. Yeah. yeah, yeah, y'all copied us. You, Alabama, University of Alabama. That stadium copied our lights, Jake, because our lights fucking rule. They're awesome. But that night yeah. at the Notre Dame game when them lights was going, it was insane in that stadium. And I'm telling you, we costed them two timeouts. And right like right off the bat, they had yeah. to burn one. It was like, they, they couldn't hear shit. Yeah, it was like the first play. They couldn't do nothing. Yeah. It was so loud. False start, false start, false start. And uh, yeah. we travel well, too. Oh, yeah. We travel well. When we played Notre Dame at Notre Dame – Seemed like there was more red than there was there was gold. I thought there. I mean, anywhere we go, yeah, we travel. I mean, well, even at Auburn in the day, yeah, there's a bunch of dogs there. Yeah, it was. We we travel we travel really well. We're gonna of course pack out the bins. Yeah, the bins. We're gonna be playing at the bins. We got to pull this one off though. I'm feeling good, Jake. Feeling good about it. I don't know who who you want, Ohio State or Clemson. Uh, Ohio State. Yeah, I want some Ohio State. I want some of them. I want to see. Buckeyes. I want to see Fields just get. Like, I do too. Sack by Tate Crowder, Tyler Clark, and Richard LeCount pick ever, him off two times. Think, you ever think the reason you had to leave Fields is because there's no SEC defenses in the Big Ten? Yeah. Because hmm? you couldn't beat out Jake. That's right. You couldn't beat out Jake Fromm. Not with those defenses. Yep. And believe me, son, this defense is going to get after mm-hmm. you. Or as the dogs like to say, get after that ass. Yep. Going to get after that ass, son. Well, anyway, that shit's just all handle itself. It's all just to work out. Within a, a month or so, we're going to know who the four, the top four teams are and who's going to be in the playoffs. Go dogs. So, Jake switching gears really fast. I mean, we're going from like fifth gear all the way to eighth gear, just really quick. Played some golf this weekend. I played today. Shot a 76, Jake. It's a good round. Shot a 76 in windy, yeah. tough conditions. Very windy. It, it was windy out there. There had to be gusts up to about probably, I wouldn't be scared to say 25, especially yeah. when we was on 18T. You know, that the wind, you usually have a, mm-hmm. a wind into you on that hole. It There was white caps on the pond. Wow. It was white cap in the yeah. pond. And uh, I striped it, just striped it down the middle. Hit a beautiful little six iron up to the green. Had about 25 foot for birdie. Missed it. 
that made a par. Shot a 76, Jake, with a three-putt bogey on one and six. Uh, just terrible first putts, just terrible. So, could have been a 74. It's a good round. Best round of my life, Jake. That's the best round of your life? Yeah, I shot a 77. It's by one stroke. Right. But yeah. um, I just feel like I played better today than I did when I shot that other 77. Yeah. Um, I, I hit a lot of greens. I mean, uh, my playing partner that was with me, he'll even attest to it. I, I feel like I should have made five or six birdies. I was just just lipping, burning the lip on birdie mm. putts. Just, and I had a bunch of them. Yeah. I had a lot of greens. I don't even know how many it was. I could get my 18 birdies app out and check, but I had a lot of greens because I had a lot of birdie looks. Um, yeah, I wish day. I could have been out here today, man. It was uh, it was windy and kind of chilly, especially at the beginning, but I kind of dig playing in the wind. I do too. I it's, do too. It's kind of fun. I feel more like, you know, when I pick a line to start, you know, this is my aiming point, I feel more confident maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Like, okay, well, I know the winds because the wind definitely affected the ball today. Um, I had a drive on 15 that I pounded for me. I mean, it wasn't one of your drives, but I pounded it. Like, I caught it flut right in the middle, squared it up, and about, about like, a millisecond after it took off, a huge gust started blowing. And you could just literally see it knock my ball down. I mm-hmm. went from thinking I was going to have, you know, 125, 130 in to having 160. Wow. It yeah. tore my ball up. But um, it was a good day. I just wanted to throw it out there. Threw down a 76 today with two three-putt bogeys. Yep, golf clap. Yeah, just a, just a tiny one for me. <laughs> and <clears throat> talking about it last week, never having anybody with us, or especially me, uh, I did have a playing partner today. Yeah, that's he, always good. He, he saw what I shot. He was there. He, know, he knows there was no mulligans, no do-overs, no, no give me putts. Because also, Jake, I made every putt. That's good. I made it a point today. If I had a one-foot putt or a three-foot yeah. putt, I was putting it. I putted every single putt. I didn't do no pickups, nothing like that. Um, so I enjoyed it. I'm well, happy. Uh, we need to get a tournament, man. We're, we're both playing pretty good right I know, now. I think so. I'm next level, Jake. I think <clears throat> yeah. you might be a next level golfer now. <laughs> yeah. I do. Like, I mean. Until I go out and shoot a fucking 93 this weekend. Yeah. Well, that's like my last round after shooting that 73-75, I shot an 81. And that felt like mm-hmm. a, oh my God. Yeah. But I, I knew I hadn't played in what, three weeks? Yeah. So, I, and but I, what my big thing for me is driving the ball, yeah. and I drove the ball phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I didn't miss. I, I don't think I missed fairway honestly. Yeah. I mean, um, it's it's avoiding those damn double bogeys. Yeah. I mean, avoiding them double bogeys and triples, man, they add up, and it's hard to come back from. And when when you're like us, you're not just you know pouring in birdies. Yep. You know, double bogeys are yep. killing yeah, us. They just man. kill you. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this. I hit the ball really well all day. Um, irons off the tee with a driver. I, I mean, nothing great with my driver. You know I don't drive the ball far. But um, I hit the irons really good. But I did I, – the golfing gods were with me today on, on a few putts and a few holes, even though I had those three putts. Number eight, the par five, mm-hmm. my playing partner, he picks he picks his, his line. He's, he's gonna, he told me straight up, he said, I'm fisting the flirt with those trees. Cause you know if you can if you can skirt by mm-hmm. those trees, you're gonna saw off thirty or forty yards. Right. Just right now. Yeah. Just if you can get by those trees and you take that line, you're gonna saw off thirty or forty yards. And he hit it, and I mean, from the tee, it looked like he might have missed those limbs by a fucking inch. Right. But he got through, and I saw it land. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're good. 
You're good. So I hit mine and I hit a terrible tee shot, Jake. I caught it all on the bottom of the hosel, scooted low left, like super low, like, you know, (laughs) six feet off the fucking dirt. And it went towards those, those, that, that cluster of trees on the left, but you know, on this side of the creek or the little ditch. Yeah. So I sh- shot down there and then it hit and it was rolling. I was like, God, I'm mighty. And cause I was only like two over at that point. And that was from two, three putt bogeys and it landed and it bounded and I seen it kick up high and I thought it went right down in that ditch. I'm like, well, crap, you know, gonna have a stroke penalty. So I go down there and he's middle of the fairway miles away from me. So I go down there and the damn ball bounded across that ditch. Now, it was a terrible lie. The ball was like a foot above my feet. Mm-hmm. I hadn't kind of was almost standing in that ditch and hit, but it was out of the ditch. It was in the rough, and I could put club to it. I took a little seven iron, put it back, just punched it. I was like, I'm not going to do anything heroic. I just want to get it down there. Pin was on the front. I'm mm-hmm. like, if I can get 160, 170 in, cool. And I did just that. Gave myself, I think, about 162 in. And my with that front pin, I was like, I'm, if, it, if it lands short of the green, fine, but I don't want to get past it. Plus, the wind was into us. So I hit a shot up there about two foot off the green, dead dead in front of the flag. Playing partner, he's got 187 total to hole. That's how, I mean, he stroked mm-hmm. that drive. He's got 187. He get he's he says you think I should go I'm like oh hell yeah I don't even go for par fives and two and I'm going I'd go at this one shit mm-hmm. so uh, he grabs a club Jake Jake hitting the water oh my gosh he got all up under it popped it up in the air right into the middle of the pond <sighs> yeah he did he did um go he he took his drop and his penalty he had, he had a very pretty shot up to the hole actually saved par he made a putt. Wow. No, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't make it. He got a bogey because that's right. where I'm going with the that's story. Still not bad, I mean. That's where I'm going with the story. Yeah. I pitch up from where I was at. Um, about a 12 yard pitch. I stick it to about three inches. Make par. I made a par after that tee shot, and he made a bogey, and we we laughed about that. Well, he yeah. didn't laugh. I did. I laughed at him and poked a little fun at my five versus his six versus our two tee shots because he had to be. 70 yards in front of me, 90, something like that. Yeah. That that used to be my problem. Um, speaking, you know, going back to what we said about amateurs and hitting the driver on the range. Mm-hmm. I love hitting a driver so much that when I would go to the range, even when I was hitting my driver good, I would hit 20 or 30 balls just because I, I like feeling it and I like seeing the ball fly that far, you know. And um, for everything after that, after playing so much, my game, my iron game fell off. My wedges and my short yeah. game were just terrible. And, and I was shooting like in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then now, um, my I hit like probably four or five drivers, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. And I hit wedge, 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 wedge. Because, you know, pretty long. And usually I have a wedge in the most holes there. Um, working on knockdown shots with irons and stuff. But, you know, if I could give any advice to any amateurs, that'd be – Figure out, find one swing for your driver. Mm-hmm. Um, be satisfied with the number if you're only hitting it 250, 240, or whatever. Right. If you're hitting it straight, just yep. take it and leave it alone and yep. work on everything else. And then when you, once you get everything else to, dialed in, you'll have rounds like you shot today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, get, getting, getting the ball in the fairway is a big deal. 
um, unless you're good at recovery. I spent a lot of my golfing career at recovery. That's why I feel I'm pretty, that's one of the strong points in my game is recovery shots. Because uh, I haven't, especially in the last six, eight years, you know, a lot of amateurs, and it's fine if you do. It's no big deal. It's your scorecard. It's your money. We pay to play. So if, if you hit it over there and you want to go pick it up and drop it out at the edge of the fairway, fine. I don't care. But I got to where I'm like, I'm going to play it where it goes. Yeah. And, and that's how I feel like I got pretty good at recovery shots because, good Lord, for you know, I play from there a lot. <laughs> yeah. I have to recover. Right. If I'm going to put down my true score, you got to hit those shots out of there. And I actually had a couple today that was really good. Um, number 11, I tried to go for the green and two. I had like 200 yards in center. And – kind of pushed it cut it <laughs> it went on the very edge of the woods and it was not pretty it was not pretty at all yeah but i know how to play it because i know how to get yeah. out of there i had a beautiful shot up there made par um but i, I played that same spot from the same hole yeah many a time but anyway it was a good day i just wanted to throw that out there we we're about weekend golfers and that's what we are and Shot a seventy six today. So yeah, like, we happy. should get in a tournament or something. Find one around here somewhere. I'm, I'm going for my card. I mean, at some point, <laughs> you know, we both had a couple rounds in the seventies. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I shot um, six over. What the, damn, I can't even add about four over. Yeah, I shot four over par. So I'm a, I'm basically a pro now. Yeah. Hey, guess what? The pros were playing in the same conditions today that we were because we're yeah, sixty miles true. away. Yeah. Okay. They were playing, and it was probably a little worse. I mean, they were on the coast. But <clears throat> at one point in that tournament, the, the the scoring difference between Saturday and Sunday was five strokes. So I did really good. Yeah. I had my best round yeah. on the day when I the mean, pros not, were the hottest, struggling. The hottest guy in the world right now shot a 72. Hell yeah. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's right. I was the hottest guy on the on the course today, though, yeah. in, in, uh, at Loris Walker. <laughs> That's our. Uh, that's that's the fun of golf, though. I could go next week when, when I go play with that group and stink it up. Who knows? Yeah. Did you did y'all ride a cart or did you walk? We, we carted. Okay. Um, it, it's not wet out there or anything. Too too bad. It's, it's not all that bad, all right. especially with that where the wind's been blowing. It was it was good. It was a good day. I enjoyed it. You know what I could have used out there today, if I wanted to. I should have put them on. Is my golf kicks? I could have took any pair of shoes in my closet, Jake, and turned them into golf shoes. Boom, boom, done. A few minutes, I now have a pair of golf shoes. Five minutes ago, Jake, I had a pair of shoes that was laying in the bottom of my closet that I haven't worn in eight years. Now I got a pair of golf shoes that I can wear every week, and I won't slip and fall in those muddy conditions, Jake. Possibly possibly breaking my neck it's the greatest mission on earth i think golf kicks could save your life it probably has to say some it has to suppose i fall and break my neck i'm dead i can't play golf anymore Jay. <laughs> suppose i fall and break my arm that would hurt all i have to do is grab any pair of shoes hell if i want to i can grab some flip-flops not that i would do that i'm civilized but if I wanted to play in flip flops, Jake, I could. Yep. Okay. And I wouldn't slip and fall, I don't think. Unless that little thing between your big toe and that second toe breaks and your flip flops. Which I kinda hope they do if you're wearing flip flops on the golf course. Yeah. 
don't yeah. know how many people I just alienated, Jake. We're got, we're flip flops. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we're sandals. We're sandals with socks, Jake. Oof. I don't care. I wonder if you could put them on Crocs. You probably can. You could put them on anything, Jake. Hmm. Anything gets turned into a pair of golf shoes. I have like twenty-two pair of golf shoes now. No, I don't have that many. But it's a lot. But you could. I could. Yeah. I have a lot of shoes. I don't like throwing shoes away for some reason. I don't know why that is. I have a closet full of shoes. I'm like a girl <laughs> that I don't wear. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just have shoes in there. My wife says, when are you going to get rid of them shoes? And I'm like, fucking never. Never. I'm throwing them into Good golf Lord, shoes. <laughs> don't you see the sole is still Have on? you ever heard of golf kicks? I know. That's what I'm like. I'm like, fuck, these are golf shoes. What are you talking about? Throwing <laughs> away. <laughs> Jesus. She said, you ain't wore them damn brogans in about eight years. I, I, I'm going to wear them next week because I can. Anyway, y'all get some golf kicks. Y'all check it out. And they're like 30 bucks or so. You're going to get 20% off if you use the promo code Golf Hub. Golf Hub, all, all caps. caps. You're going to get 20% off of something that's around 30 bucks. If you don't, if you get them and don't like them. Take them out. Yeah, you're out. You're out fucking less than 30 bucks. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, if you don't like them, you can just take them out of your shoes and put them in something else. Yeah. I have a feeling you're going to like them. Yeah, because it. Who doesn't want to wear their favorite pair of shoes to play golf without fear of slipping and dying? Right. We're saving lives, folks. I like it. It's going to it's gonna bring down the price of some of those foot joys. My God, I love foot joys. They're my favorite. But damn, I'm not a rich man, Jake. Yeah, I mean, two hundred fifty bucks, three hundred bucks for a nice pair. Them, um, them, them shield tip golf shoes that JT wears. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them? Mm-hmm. Like, they make me aroused yeah, when I see them. Nice. I love those golf shoes. Yeah. Those golf shoes look boss. That's the best dressed guy on tour, anyway. Damn, them shoes look good. I love them, but my God, they are expensive. Yes. I mean. For for me, yeah. there's lots of folks out there that could afford them. I could put them on a credit card. That's not real money, Jake. Yeah. Okay, that's pretend money. It's a fugazi. I, I got I got lots of credit cards, and I can pretend that I got a lot of money in my pocket. But you know, dropping three to four hundred dollars on a pair of golf shoes, I'm just not comfortable with. But those shoes are fucking bad. They're all. I've looked for them on eBay. I'll take somebody's old ratty pair. I mean, they're shield tips. I look badass shit out there shooting a fucking 98. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitch, I might have shot a 93 today, but I look way better than you. All right. I got my damn uh, Walter Hagen pants That's on. That's one of the most important keys is golf. Oh, hell yeah. Jake, have you ever seen me look bad on a golf course? No, I haven't actually. This motherfucker dresses to a T, yep. son. Yep. I'm going to look good no matter how I play. Yep. I'm going to have my hat on like I like it. I'm going to have my Nike belt on. I'm going to have my damn slacks. Have you I ever would, seen me in shorts, Jake? You've never worn shorts, no. No, I wear slacks and a polo, <clears throat> as all civilized gentlemen should. Oh, well, I wear shorts. You do. I got really nice legs. So. You do. If I, had big, <laughs> if I had big, gorgeous legs like you, I probably would wear shorts. But I don't, Jake. <laughs> I have scrawny chicken legs, super hairy. I'm not shaving them, and I don't want people to see them. So I look good in my slacks, not so good in yeah. shorts. Jake, I don't even wear shorts around the house. I don't know that my wife has ever seen my legs. <laughs> I don't think she has. When I get undressed, I tell her, close your eyes. <laughs> don't stare. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 
I'm self-conscious about <laughs> How did we get here? From? <laughs> I buy golf kick, anyway, buy here. golf kicks. But get some golf kicks is, is the long and short of it, as a fellow I know likes to say. So get the golf kicks. Go and watch a professional golfer play golf. I can't say it enough. There I go again. I can't. I can't. I just can't say can't. Jay, it's hard. That's how we talk, man. I can't say it enough. Go watch some pros play golf. Now, you're not going to get to do that for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're coming in at a super dumb, dumb part of the season to start this podcast, Jake. I know. There's no goddamn golf going on. <laughs> yeah. And what are we going to talk about, folks? We- I, I don't know. <laughs> but here's what I would tell y'all to do. Tune in and listen. Yeah. Because we're going to have fun with something shit. Yeah. There's lots to talk about. Hell, the Joker the- movie came out a little while back. We didn't even mention it. There will be words. Yeah, there'll be there'll be words that are spoken, and we'll talk about something. There's there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, we could sit here in awkward silence. Just we should just do that one time. Let's just have about a ten minute segment. I think we when, just sit um, here and look at each other. When Tiger Woods, uh, his book come out comes out, you heard about that, right? Oh God, yes. When that comes out, we can just we can just take turns reading. We'll fucking pre order it. <laughs> we just order it and take turns reading. <laughs> that could be like. Eight episodes. Yeah, that's great. Or we could just flip to the parts we want to hear about. Yeah. You think he's going to talk about that stuff? I don't see it. I don't no, know. I don't think so. I think probably, it might be, if it is, it might be brief. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did a bunch like, of girls. You know, my wife tried to kill me. My wife tried to kill me over nine hours. I had a lot of sex at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my knees were hurting. Yeah. <laughs> my back was hurting. Yeah. I said, fuck golf. Yeah. I got gaggles of women after me. But um, I'm going to get it. Yeah, and I'm not getting it because I want to read about that. I, honestly, I couldn't care less about it. I, I really don't. I'm not just saying that as a fan. I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less how many women he got. I I don't care. Yeah. Um, that's between him and whoever, you know, him and his peoples. I like watching him play golf. Um, I bought the the book he had, How I Play Golf. I still have it. I bought it when it came out. I've had that yeah. thing a long time because he he made that book a long time ago it sits on a shelf at my house yeah right next to the family bible there you go <laughs> there you go um but i'm interested in it yeah we'll we'll uh definitely have to talk about it when it comes out yeah i'm excited and for those of you that that don't want to buy it we'll we'll do yeah. audible for you yeah if you can't read yeah yeah you don't even have to i mean so you had to quit in kindergarten because you had to go to work fine we will <laughs> we will tell you what tiger woods has to say i think it's going to be a lot about Probably just his wins and shit. It's probably gonna, yeah, and then a lot of comeback. You know, I Let think yeah. It's like, gonna be, if he does talk about that shit, I'll be surprised. I re- I think a lot of people really don't realize how much pain he's been through. Uh, they don't. You they, don't I mean? they don't take into consideration. I mean, that. because as a as a avid golfer, like I cannot go a day without taking my wedge. And a bag of balls in my backyard and just chipping, you know? Yeah. Even, even like if I get home and it's dark, I've got to do that. Imagine being Tiger Woods and not being able to even pick a golf club up, you know? I know. Cause it, that must have been terrible for him. Dude's had a lot of surgeries. Yeah. Yes. And he's a golfer. Yeah. And people talk a lot of shit about him, but he's had a lot of surgeries. I mean, he's had more surgeries than a lot of football players. Yeah. Um, I think I don't I think it was Johnny Miller or somebody said that shoving that golf club into that dirt like you do mm-hmm. isn't a natural movement for the body. 
Right. Yeah. And that, well, a lot of golfers, that's what ends their career is back. Yeah. Um, they have back issues and knee issues, but, um, a lot of folks don't take it into consideration how many surgeries he's had and how bad that had to be, especially back. People with back issues out there that may be listening, they know. Oh yeah. Cause that back will put you down. Yep. And as far as the women go, some folks I think don't take into consideration what it must be like to be 20 years old or so, however old he was when he turned pro, you know, that famous mm-hmm. hello world. Hello world, yeah. <clears throat> because Jake, I don't know if you know, <clears throat> Excuse me. When he turned pro, before he swung a club as a pro, before he stepped on the golf course, he done made in endorsements a hundred and ninety million dollars. And this is in the nineties. Yeah. This is like ninety five, ninety six, whatever it was. He done did like a hundred and ninety million dollars in endorsements before he stepped on the course. Done mm. in the bank. I'm set for life. Now, you give that to a guy at twenty years old who at 20 years old since he's been about five or 10 has had nothing but media attention already. Right. He's going to be the next great thing. I mean, they've been saying that for, for a decade before he ever even made it to college. So you take the 20, you take the young guy who's been in this, this world, this environment of basically everybody kissing his ass since he's been a kid. Then you give him $200 million and then he goes out and starts winning and he's just racking money up being treated like a king. He is the single most recognizable athlete on the planet, especially during that time. Cause golf is a worldwide sport. It's not like mm-hmm. football. You can, you can throw Tom Brady in a lot of countries yeah. in the middle of the street and they ain't gonna have a fucking clue. Right. Who he is. You can put Tiger Woods in any country in just about any city and they gonna know who he is. Mm-hmm. He is, he's the most recognizable f- athlete in, on the planet and has been for two decades now. So you combine that with tons of money and lots of women folk yeah. clamoring for your attention. I can't imagine. And I, I, can't, I can't sit here and tell you, Jake, that I wouldn't have turned that. I, I can't say I wouldn't have. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know what that would be like. You, Most folks out there that are listening or, or most of us just normal, we can't imagine what having $400 million in the bank and the lifestyle that goes along with that coupled with the fame he has. You can't, you can't even fathom what that's probably like. So <clears throat> I just don't think folks take that into consideration. We sit back and think about that. Think, just just mull that over at what this dude has had thrown at him. Not not just the women, but everything. Everywhere he goes is a yes person. Yeah. Yes, let me get you. You know, yeah. this dude probably ain't had to want for anything. I mean, can you imagine not wanting for anything since you were 20? And here you are, you know, 45 now. You've never wanted for anything. Anything, Jake. Anything. Maybe a better back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the dude made some decisions that deemed him morally corrupt, I suppose, in some people's eyes. But at the end of the day, just trying to put yourself in that shoes. In those shoes is all I would, would, would say. And it's hard to do because you just can't fathom. Yeah, you can't fathom them. The life, that, the lifestyle and the opportunities so to speak that's that he's had anyway we'll talk about that at some other point maybe in that that book should be out about episode 38 <laughs> maybe maybe it's somewhere around in 38 or 40 yeah yeah stick so, around for that yeah stick around for it and also jake stick around for next week 
episode number four. We're going to be back with number four. Y'all stick around. We want y'all to listen to it. We're going to get a little better at this, I hope. We know some of it can be a little difficult to listen to at times. Um, dealing with our southern accent. Yeah, there's not a lot of golf. If you're here for golf. Yeah, there's not a lot of golf going on. We're trying to make the best of it. Yeah. Um, We have no issue talking about college football. I'll tell you that right now, Jake. But anyway, we want to thank everybody for listening. We enjoyed the episode. It ran a little longer than we anticipated, but it was easy to do, Jake. I had no issues today. It was fun. Yes. We want y'all to tune in. Tune in next week. We're going to have something to talk about. It may not be golf, but it'll be something. So we'll see you guys then. Oh, Jake, hold on. You didn't tell them about social media. Yeah, check us out on all social media platforms at Golf Hub Pod. Also, if you're listening on to uh, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and yes. just hit that five stars automatically. Yeah, it should be uh, five. That helps out a lot. And uh, if you have any questions or any um, comments or anything like that, just hit us up on Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm on there like most of the time, and it's easier to kind of interact with you guys. And if you have any, you know, suggestions or anything you'd like, we'd like you'd like to hear us talk about on the show, we'd like to have those sent in. Yeah, let us know. So. I'd love to have some good ideas, especially with the yeah. wall in golf. We'll have something to talk about. Yeah, any good stories, funny, mm-hmm. funny golf stories, whatever. Send them in. We'd love to relay a good golf story. I love good golf. Well, anyway, that's it for this week. Tune in next week. That's been Golf Hub.